Horror. Welcome to Countdown to Infinity to Infinity and Beyond. Today we are recording the final part of Avengers Endgame, and you are only getting one out of 14 million versions that Doctor Strange could have listened to. I am Ray Russo, and I have with me Chris O'Connor. This is the Infinity-est edition. <laughs> and Becca Rabergan. I can't tell you what happens, because if I tell you, it won't happen. Yeah, so, this is, it's like, we're approaching the really big ending, except we still have another movie to do after this, so it's not like it's our last episode. No, it never ends. Nope. Remember, nope. Infinity, is, Infinity is right there in the name. Yep. We just keep going. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, we left off on our last episode with everyone landing back in 2023. Triumphantly. Triumphant! Oh my god, did we do it? We did it! They're looking around. We did it! It worked! Oh my god! And then they look over and... No Nat. It makes a noise. Noise. Tears. More of a sad face than tears. And then they're outside. At the lake. At the lake. And then, this is really a frustrating scene, because, like, how long have they known Natasha at this point? Uh, the whole, like, did you know if she had a family? Yeah, us. It's just like... They've known her for, like, 15 years. They've known her for ages. Yeah, it's like, try a little harder. Try a little harder. I wrote here, all Natasha got was man pain, a single tear, and a yeeted bench. I, I wrote, um, I think, I think I've used this before, but five dudes in a clunky romantic subplot. What? what <laughs> is it seven <laughs> stages of grief or five stages of grief? Five. Five. Five? Hey, there's five of them. So who is who is like in denial, shock? Uh, yeah, so Thor is denial because he's like, this is nonsense. She's not dead. We're gonna bring her right back. <laughs> yeah, Thor is denial, and uh, Clint Clint's mm-hmm. angry about it. Mm-hmm. And um, bargaining. Let's see, bargaining is also sort of Thor. No, no, because no, he's, he's in denial. I, I it was totally then who's bargaining? bargaining? I don't know. Because Steve's not bargaining. I think he's just acceptance. He's acceptance. Yeah, Steve is acceptance. And And Bruce is depression. Although although I might say that, like, Bruce might be kind of bargaining because, like, he tries to bring her back. That's true. When he... So my biggest issue with all of this, like, Nat's dead, she's permanently dead, she can't come back, this, that, and the other. It's just a whole bunch of everything they tell you not to do in every creative writing class, which is, they're not showing you, they're telling you. And I'm just like, come on. You guys, you big Hollywood writer types, should do a better job than that. 
Also, it's it's a comic book movie. You can always circumvent death. We've already circumvented Gamora's death. So... Yeah, I mean, you know, for all we know, in the Black Widow movie, which was supposed to have come out like seven months ago, uh, at the end, somebody time travels in and says, hey, we need to borrow you for a while, and then we'll bring <laughs> you right back to here, we promise. <laughs> I mean, we really have no idea what's going to happen, although I've heard... I don't know if this is a rumor or confirmed that Florence Pugh is going to appear in the Hawkeye series. I think that was confirmed. I'm pretty sure. I think I saw that in a more reputable site. Yeah. And I sincerely hope it is to tell Clint that it should have been his punk ass going off the cliff. (laughs) (laughs) And okay, this is something that kind of has been bugging me for a second. You know, I I don't think it had ever bothered me before, but thinking about it, like when I was rewriting and taking notes, Nebula knows why Gamora died, like how and why Gamora died, right? Why wouldn't she say, hey, to get the Soul Stone, we have to kill somebody? Because she knows, doesn't she? Well, I think the reasoning is she knows they both went to Vormir and only one of them came back, but she doesn't know Mm -hmm. the mechanism of what happened there. Oh, she doesn't know the exact reason. Yeah, she just knows knows Gamora didn't come back. She doesn't know about the whole weird love clause. Soul, Soul for a soul. In German. I don't really understand why everybody thought that actually was Hugo Weaving. I was pretty sure it was, uh, um, I think his name is Aiden Glenn, the guy who played Littlefinger on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. exactly who I thought it was. He sounded so much like him. But it's somebody else entirely. <laughs> I like that uh, Hawkeye told Thor to take his hammer and go up and, and <laughs> Talk to the red get the soul stone. <laughs> you go get it. But you know what? I appreciate that Thor at least lives in the magical reality that these movies inhabit. Space magic. It's exactly. space magic. And we can just do what we want. Thor is feeling more like himself in this moment than like at any other time in this movie. So like it's kind of refreshing to see him grr. Yeah, because he, he just he just had that talk with his mom and he's like, okay, I'm ready to go do something. Like he's hyped up to actually do something. Yeah, he's feeling he's feeling more he's feeling ready he's ready. As we will see in a moment. He's so ready. Little bit too ready. So <laughs> because none of them can actually touch the stones, they have to use like the little robot arms to assemble their own gauntlet. Boom. Right. Boom. <laughs> Tony, you child. That was so good. That was so good, Rocket. <laughs> Rock, Rocket is he's still having fun. He's having a good time. Oh, man. Yeah, and I, man, yeah, the the, the uh, just let me uh, just let me do it. Yeah, this is this is where he's definitely like Thor is. He's super pumped. He's like, no, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. I want to fix it. I want to fix it. I want to make things right. Yeah. I th- he's he's still blaming himself. Mm-hmm. He still thinks this is all his fault. And here's another great throwback. He's like, let me do it. I'm the strongest Avenger, and you already know that Tony's like, no, you're not the strongest <laughs> Avenger. Your point break. Didn't you hear my? Damn you, Stark! Didn't you hear what I said in your sh- in the in, in the Quinjet? Hulk doesn't want to say it to Thor, but he knows. He's like, no, 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 it's me. So, what really struck me about this scene is that immediately what I went back to 
is that scene in the first Avengers where Tony and Bruce are talking about the lab about terrible privilege. And he talks, Tony's mm-hmm. talking about the arc reactor and how it saved his life. And Bruce says to him, so what, the other guy saved my life? Well, that's a nice sentiment. Saved it for what exactly? <laughs> this moment right here. Like I was made for this. Was like, I was made for- <laughs> he he also had this kind of like I eat gamma for breakfast moment. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. Which what does that taste like? Bad. Yeah. Kind of tastes like burnt toast. Maybe tingly as it like rips things off, r- rips like particles off your tongue. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. hot sauce. Or like biting a nine volt battery. <laughs> nice. I guess, like, I shouldn't complain about it here because it's something that they've been doing throughout, you know, whenever they, the nanotech, the nanotech helmets, the nanotech suits, the suits can transform magically and Mm -hmm. instantly. But, like, when the glove becomes, like, uh, you know, goes from normal human size. And then Hulk size. To Hulk size. Without any, like, you know, it's not like a web. It's not, like, split apart. It's like matter came from nothing. And I'm just like, come on, man. It's alchemy. <laughs> Look at all these layers of joints it, and gears and like It's space magic. It's Tony Stark magic. It's bigger on the inside. <laughs> it's it's so much bigger on the inside, it's like it would make just as much sense for it to stay the same size and Hulk like just kind of wiggles his fingers into it and puts it on and his hand looks itty bitty, but he's like, I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, now that I think about it, I kinda wanna draw that. <laughs> Oh, so the other thing that's happening in this moment that bothers me forever is Bad Nebula is has snuck into the hangar and is meddling with the quantum door thing. <laughs> How does Thanos get into the quantum realm without any pin particles? Because she only had the one thing left and she used that to come forward in time. Well, don't you see? She stuck her fingers in it and did something with her magical interfacing with the computer thing and but he's still gotta have something on his end in order to shrink i don't know unless he found a way to like replicate the sample she gave him which i don't think he did that's probably, but that's the only that's the only explanation, only explanation? <laughs> yeah they probably you know they took a look at the pim particle and they're like oh it's this ancient piece of technology that we don't mess with anymore <laughs> because it has all sorts of health side effects <laughs> whatever we'll use it for this i mean that sounds like, more uh, accurate honestly like this stuff it does you see what they have on asgard the earth earth shit ain't shit earth shit ain't shit that's a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> Well, we get like the moment of like the barn doors going down, the armor, the and, like everybody's, everybody's getting ready. And I love how like you know they're like protecting each other, like you know they're raising and Rocket's the just on Thor's shoulder. It's so great, I love it. Oh <laughs> man! And okay, wait. So when when Thanos got on, I, I'm trying to remember in Infinity War when he got the stones in the first place. Did they? I know that they were like you know sort of sparkly and like ah oh, yeah the power. But mm-hmm. when he snapped, nothing bad happened to him. No, he got charred. Real, fr- from the first one? A little bit, yeah. They didn't, like, focus on it. Oh, that's right. And we don't really see it too much because he, he snaps and leaves and he's, like, hanging out at his little cottage core, like, uh, village inn or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, he, yeah, that's right. Okay, fine. Every time you use it, you get blasted. I mean, it's a massive surge of radiation in the palm of your hand. 
literally. <laughs> yep. Well, not in the palm. It's on the back. If it was in the palm, your hand would explode. <laughs> you know, like a firecracker. It's okay to have a sure. firecracker. It's okay to have a firecracker on your open hand. But as soon as you close it, it's all gone. All right. So then Bruce snaps. And I, I like how Tony has to like, I don't know what he is spraying on Bruce's arm afterwards. It looks like maybe an antiseptic. Maybe liquid ice? nitrogen. I think liquid he's nit- freezing. Yeah. It. yeah, it's yeah. liquid nitrogen. It's probably the fire suppressant system from his his suit. Yeah. 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 But he's doing something to cool it off because even Bruce takes yeah. a whammy from that thing. And oh. all the barn doors start opening up and Scott wanders off. The birds off. are chirping and and there's birds. Clint's phone and the starts greatest ringing. the greatest phone service in the universe. Yeah, I, I wrote that down too. Well, at fr- you know, like at fr- you know, everybody, the joke is that like, how is her cell phone still active? Maybe it's the landline. Maybe, maybe I, I don't know. It's probably her cell phone, and they just never stopped paying. It, it would be it would be on her person. Like everybody was supposed to come back where they were, right? So right. it would be in her in her pocket. She'd just pull out her phone and give him a call. And it was so quick. There's no way she went to the house. Okay, pause. I'm very confused about one thing right now, and that is... What's that? Yes. How do we know what objects went with them and what doesn't? Because if you look at Bucky, when he dusted, he dropped his gun, but his clothes went with him. Well, and his arm. Yeah. His, I think I think if he had held... If he had, Maybe if he'd kept a hold of the gun, it would have gone with him, because because he dropped it. Mm. Maybe if he had, maybe if he kind of like kept it on him, it would have stayed. I'm not sure how because like when uh, when Hawkeye's family left, I mean like you know they weren't doing much, but there was nothing left behind. Like you yeah. know they they, I mean there was they didn't do the like bow. a they didn't yeah. do a cool shot. Well, I think he had the bow because he like she ran off. Although it would be kind of, it would have been a nice shot, like if she had had it and it was like on the ground, like wobbling or something. Mm-hmm. Like just it fell just, out of her it hands. just is a very peculiar. Um, how does it know what to take and what not to take? I mean, yeah. you know, it, Spidey's Spidey's got his suit. Quill has his guns. Drax has his knives. I think maybe the stones are just like these things are important to these people. They should go too. And whereas with Bucky, I'm sure he just found that gun lying around. He's like, ah, a gun. Well, it was the, it was the gun. It was the gun that Rocket wanted to buy off of him. Yeah, right? It's not his favorite gun. It's just it's a gun. It's actually not even his gun. It's Natasha's. Yeah. It's just that's right. That's why, that's why it dropped. Cause Nat didn't dust. Okay. Mm. I'll, I buy that. I'll take it. <laughs> anyway, so you have like this like five seconds of, oh my God, things are beautiful. It worked. The birds are chirping, the bees are buzzing, and the sun's being blotted out by what's that? And then it rains kabooms. That was a gnarly, gnarly attack. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, it's impressive. That was definitely... It was. Uh, it's really interesting the way, like this sort of idyllic upst- upstate New York, like sort yeah. of uh, outdoorsy country club space, gets transformed into this ruined hellscape instantly. <laughs> <laughs> like I think there was a time after I saw the movie the first time that I completely forgot that all this battleship was happening right next to the Hudson River. Yeah, because yeah. it seems like it's yeah. so wrecked. It looks like an alien planet. Yeah, yeah. 
presumably like the the dark cloud blotting out the sky is from all the explosions and ash. right mm-hmm. yeah all the debris that's in the air now they're all gonna get um, cancer but uh speaking of the hudson river roadie rocket and <laughs> bruce is it bruce that's down there with them bruce bruce yeah, yeah bruce, bruce yeah. Is- he's holding up the stuff and he's telling them to get out but but like roadie got smashed and Rocket yeah. is so cl- so so lucky not to be dead as the smallest and least armored Avenger. Uh, yeah. Little sweet rabbit. Yeah, sweet and, rabbit. and like Rhodey's like you know pop you know pop the canopy canopy like gets out of his armor and he's like crawling over Commando to save crawling. Rocket with he's like get me get it off get it off and like man this whole scene like um you know like Rocket's like whimpers and like sadness and like fear and like you know it's just like. Man, that poor little raccoon is going to I know. I'm going to kill that raccoon. I feel so bad. He's like, you know, he puts on this tough exterior, you know, teasing people and being mean and He's a softy. But 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 he's scared. He's a scared boy. He's a yeah. scared little boy. He just wants some scritches and let to be told it's okay. <laughs> just don't pet his back. Yep. So Yeah. So they're in the flooding sublevels and Clint is in another sub level, and manages to have found the gauntlet. Yes, this is this is a Hawkeye's alien scene. Yes, yeah. and now begins the great keep away. <laughs> the great game of keep away of twenty twenty three. Yeah, I every time he does, like it looks cool. Anytime an art somebody does it in the movie, but anytime they do that thing where the archer is like holding the the bow like parallel to the ground and drawing mm-hmm. under their arm, I'm just like, that's like less than half a draw. It's so weak. What are you doing? It's gotta just, come up to cool, where the but... ear meets your jaw. That's yeah, what you, you got, do. Well, yeah, it's it's not just that, but like when you're reaching under your arm, you can only go so far as opposed mm-hmm. to up here. You're losing like a lot of draw. Mm-hmm. A lot. It's Hawkeye. It's okay. Yeah, you can do whatever he wants. And his arrow <laughs> his arrows explode and they have grappling hooks and they blast lasers and they have little and missiles. There's a boomerang arrow. Yeah, it's I guess it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, outside, Gamora, or not Gamora, uh, meanwhile, outside, Nebula goes on over and it's like, Daddy, aren't you proud of me? They suspected yeah. nothing. And he says, the arrogant never do. And I'm like, yeah, says you, <laughs> says you, motherfucker. I'm just going to sit here and wait for them to come to me. I'm so arrogant. I suspect nothing. <laughs> <laughs> And then Gamora is watching this going, oh, fuck. So and I, goes, I like his, I like it. Uh, so this is the future. Mm. My God. He's like, it's only a, a couple of years. He is such a petulant little child. Like, he really he, is. Oh. It's terrible. What will you do? Wait. Go fetch the stones for me, Nebula. I'll think about the next dish that I'm going to make when I get back to my cottage. <laughs> I saw something really nice on T Swift's Instagram. Gonna give that a shot. <laughs> <laughs> so Gamora sees this all going down. She goes to like twenty twenty three Nebula, and is like, "So what happens to us in the future? We become sisters." And that's like all she needs. She's like, "Okay, let's go. Yeah. I'm ready to ready to be done with this guy." <laughs> yeah, I was ready to go in the you know in this time when I was found. That's that's the time I left in the first place. It's like let's rock. This and is roll. even better. No pelvic sorcery required. <laughs> then we find uh, Tony and Steve in yeah, the wreckage. Yeah, our three big boys. Our baby boys. Um, 
lose this again and I'm keeping it. Yeah, brings him back the shield. Yep. You mess with time, it tends to mess back. Which is a trope that I really like. Me too. Um, it's like a rubber band. Like, you pull it out of whack, it's gonna snap it's at It's gonna you. snap back. The, what is, the, 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 it's not entropy, it's enthalpy. That things tends towards staying the same. Hmm. You know, is there is there a time travel movie where they do the time travel, they do exactly what they wanted to do, and nothing goes wrong? I don't think so. That is a good question. Because thinking about it, just on its own, time travel is an exciting, awesome, amazing adventure. Yeah. And that should be a story unto itself. But in every time time travel movie I can think of, it's the story is largely about how doing the time travel in the first place made everything worse. I feel like right. Doctor Who is the only thing that, like, the time yeah. travel itself is yeah. not terrible. But even then, they have episodes where the time travel does make things terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm just thinking about, like, a lot of recent time travel stuff I've seen, like Umbrella Academy, they definitely made things worse. Yep. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. And the stupid side plot of trying to save JFK the entire season, which you cannot do. Yeah, Back to the Future, everything got worse. Hot Tub Time Machine, everything got worse. Um... <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow is a constant state of being terrible. Generally because of them. The the, the time traveler's wife is just super sad. Um, man, Quantum Leap, he never goes home. I think in one of the seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they made things better, but... I can't be too certain. (laughs) But anyways, we have our three big movie leads. The guys who got their trilogies. The stars. And they're ready to fuck shit up. Yeah. Let's kill him. And then Thor gets his braided beard. I do. Oh my God. Well, before that, like they're saying, like, he's just sitting there. It's a (laughs) trap. And I'm like, it's not a trap. He's just waiting. There's no trap. It's not a clever ploy. He expects you to come to him, and then he'll fight you and beat you in a fight. It's not a trap! (laughs) Not what a trap is. It's it's a reverse Akbar. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Thor transformation here. Yes! And I especially love that they didn't suddenly make him skinny. Yeah. And that's that's a thing that's really sort of important to to like what we had said earlier, where 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 I had said earlier that I had kind of like you know the the, the sort of bad humor is there, the sort of like you know Rhodey's still like a real dick to him, yeah. uh, but the movie itself yeah. I don't think is like it, it, there are funny moments to be had out of wow Thor really got out of shape, but he's still the hero he's still the hero like they don't take that away from yep. you know they don't they don't have to change him when he gets his power back when he when he's got his hammers and he's you know rocking as the god of thunder you know this is this is who he is now he's got his his uh, emotional and physical baggage to go with it and but they doesn't get a magic makeover uh yep. i mean he does get a magic makeover but he gets a braided I mean. beard he gets a brady beard yeah, he just he just gets a little bit of trim. Presumably, he was also showered and shaved. The Fab Five. The Fab Five. <laughs> just like up. a little. <laughs> so they stroll on up to Thanos, who just like villain monologues at them uh, for yeah. a while. And you it's could not like, live with your own failure. It's like, I got rid of half of life so the other half would thrive. The problem is that they remember what they lost. 
And I'm like, you sound like. <laughs> okay, right there. So right there when he says that, like the problem is, you know, you know, as long as there are those of you alive who remember the, the way things were, it can never, you know, it'll never go on. And I'm like, so your solution is to kill everything and not to just make people forget or, I don't know, <laughs> wait a hundred years and then they'll all be dead and they'll just be thriving in the universe. <laughs> like, buddy, there are other ways that, you know, there are other ways around. There's like, nope, nope, I screwed up this pizza. I have to throw it all away. <laughs> never mind that half of it is still edible. Into the trash it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it also it also sounds like I'm sorry to say this, but like frat bros who like to sit around going, well, if someone doesn't remember X, Y, and Z, does it really matter if I did something wrong? And I'm like, yes, 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 it, yes, does. it does. Oh my god, yeah, that's that's when you get into the like, oh, you just want to be worshipped as a god, buddy. This was never about yeah, balancing the universe. Oh, that's, yeah, universe. that's why he can't. That's why he can't wipe their memories. He does want people to remember what he did, and he, he want he wants mm-hmm. them to be happy about it. Silly Chris. So so by so by stripping a, a universe down to its molecules and rebuilding mm-hmm. it, I'm assuming we're going right back to like the Big Bang and like we're recreating the universe from scratch. Are the amoeba going to worship him as a god? <laughs> I get he's going to have a really boring couple billion years. Yeah. Like, really boring. And, like... I mean, maybe there'll be some cave paintings of him. And I'm sorry, but he's not going to change anything. Human nature is still human no. nature. We're going to do the same shit over again. I'm pretty sure there was a Futurama episode where they rebooted the universe so they could just come back to where they were when everything was destroyed. <laughs> like, and not for nothing. Like, I haven't read the article on it, but uh, apparently there's some uh, there's some talk out there on the at least in the social media side of the science journalism that uh, apparently there there is uh, evidence of uh, the universe before the Big Bang. And the idea is uh, that it may be, you know, like, and this is an idea that people have kicked around, but that the universe like expands and then contracts and then expands mm-hmm. again and that it's just been going in and out forever. Uh, and that, Like uh, oscillating. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of out, in, out, mm-hmm. in. And that's like the sort of beating height heart of everything but uh anyway never more that's terrifying and also at the same time i'm not gonna think too hard about it because i will have an existential crisis yeah Yeah, so like even if so let's say thanos's plan of i'm gonna get rid of half of all the life forms on in the universe works to restore the resources right because that's what he's saying is that resources are finite even if you do that and the resources stay the same and the population is halved, eventually you're going to get back to that same problem. Especially, especially if they're still humans. Yeah. Like, this is a man who treats the symptoms and not the problem. Also, if all the life was going to thrive, doesn't that mean that it would just reproduce and eventually end up in the exact same spot in a couple generations anyway? Yes. Nebula, still trying to get Daddy's love and affection, gets the gauntlet from Clint, but before she can get very far, Nebula Prime and Gamora stop her. Yay. Yeah, and they try. They try to bring old-timey Nebula around, but she is just, she has not gone through enough of a personal journey. She has not experienced the things she needs to experience and grown as a a person um, to get to the point where she's ready to let go of Thanos. Yeah, she when Gamora's like, 
what I don't remember which one said it, but they told her you can change, and she says he won't let me. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, this was baby. one of my favorite parts of the movie. But this is really important for uh, Nebula Prime, as it were, that mm-hmm. when she kills herself, she's killing that part of herself. Yeah, that she never really let go of yet. You know? And old timey Nebula, she she raised her blaster to shoot at Gamora, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So she was basically doing she her 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 next step her next progression as a person was to do something that you know Nebula Prime did anyway. Try to kill her mm-hmm. sister. Try to kill the one that right. was constantly you know beating her constantly. You know that wasn't her sister. That wasn't her friend. Who was constantly one upping her in all these Thanos challenges uh, on Thanos Double Dare and making her life miserable. Um, so like her her first next step was exactly the same one that Nebula Prime did, and she died for it. Mm-hmm. Interesting now that I think about it. So Nebula Prime, um, be- right before you know old Nebula sh- turns to shoot at Gamora, set points at her forehead and says, "You've seen what I've been, what I've seen." Mm-hmm. So that so older Nebula, young younger ne- twenty fourteen Nebula, knows the growth that happens and knows that attacking Gamora will provoke a response from Nebula Prime. Suicide by future self. A little bit. Maybe. But also, also what does you... that now do to Nebula's timeline? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. She still exists. I, mean, I know she, she still like, exists, they... but... Changing the past doesn't change the future, even if it happens in your current timeline? Yeah, this is still her, like, her, this is Nebula's present, and killing her mm-hmm. past self doesn't have anything to do with it. She just keeps going. But she has created a separate timeline! She has now created a world in which... Yeah, well, I mean, the universe, like, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a universe of infinite possibilities. It's a multiverse, if you will. A multiverse of madness, And I'm sure say. we will explore that in future, in, in future films and other properties. Uh, and, I, you know, the, the whole idea of, of t- branching timelines, different realities, different dimensions and timelines, that's going to that's gonna play into a lot of what-if scenarios, and it'll be really <laughs> exciting to see what those are. <laughs> oh, gee, I wonder if we're plugging something that might happen in the future. I don't know. Hmm. Womp womp. I got, we got like a couple of things in there. Yeah. We did. We, um... We did. Visions of wonderful things. <laughs> All right, that was a stretch. So, um, we're, we gotta get, I wanna get back on track because this is the legitimate best scene ever. It is the moment. It is the one we have been waiting for. So everyone is getting their asses kicked by Thanos. Yep. Not for nothing. This whole this whole scene, like this fight of the three of them versus Thanos, and then even later on when everyone else comes in and becomes a big battle. But everything that's happening like on this surface area, like each frame just seems like you could take it and put it on your wall and it's just amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's like it it's it's like so many it's like a non-stop, like, double-page comic book splash. And just, like, so many, so many instances where I'm just like, I should pause this and draw it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's it's amazing. So then, then, Tony's down. Steve's down. He's, Thanos is going for Thor. Thor lost the hammer. Yeah. And he, yeah, Thor lost the hammer. Thanos gets, uh... Oh my god, he's pushing Stormbreaker into his chest. Stormbreaker. He's pushing Stormbreaker into his chest. 
And then oh, you see I'm it. Sorry. You see Mjolnir rising and off the ground. It. Yep. Whacks Thanos in the head and goes and straight to Steve Rogers. Yeah. Oh, the, man. Oh, my God. The noise Every, in the theater. Yeah, there was screaming. I I, I assume you all watched. Oh, we all yeah. watched it like on the on the opening night, right? We were all in yeah. packed theaters and just the screams. Ah, everyone. Everyone listening to this podcast, because I'm sure you did it. Remember the screams. I think that was the single most satisfying moment I have had in a movie in my entire life. Like, I don't think anything is going to yep. top that. Well, I don't know. It's incredible. I'm, I'm not sure whether that or what happens in a couple minutes tops it. <laughs> it was, yeah, they're both pretty high up there for me. And and I've watched this movie a number of times. Like, I'm not sure how many, but like, even when I was watching it for this and taking notes, like, I'm like not looking at the screen half the time as I write mm-hmm. frantically. My spine was still tingling. Mm-hmm. Like, it just mm-hmm. felt so good. And then. <sighs> So I was having a thought about this because we all remember that scene from Age of Ultron where they're sitting around the table. They're all trying to lift Mjolnir and Steve gets it to budge just a second, like just a fraction, which Thor has his like excited. I knew it. (laughs) He's so proud of his buddy. Oh, yeah. Now, here's my question to you guys. Do you think... Steve could have done it that night in Age of Ultron, or he needed to undergo more, like more growth as a person, which is why he was able to do it now, but not then. So after Age of Ultron was Civil War and Infinity yeah. War for him, so he mm-hmm. there was a lot of growth and a lot more change for him. I, I don't know. Would Mjolnir? I mean, would Mjolnir like deign to budge for somebody who was close, like? No. I don't think Mjolnir so. Mjolnir wouldn't even budge. Yeah. Because that would have been I, like... I think he could have done it, but that... I mean, I think we talked when we talked about this, like when we did, it should have listened. Oh, no. I don't need to... Ugh. But maybe he just chose not to move it. He's like, this is a drunken party I, game. It's not important. I don't want to show anybody up. I don't want to make anything weird. That's generally what I like to think. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't want to hurt Thor's feelings. <laughs> right. I'm a good friend. Yeah, and, I don't want to hurt and my friend. And that's friends. a part of why he's worthy. Right. That's a part of why he's worthy is that he doesn't want to show up his friend. He doesn't want to hurt his feelings. He doesn't want to, uh, you know, upstage him. He doesn't want to make it about himself. But uh, he takes to that hammer really fucking well. Oh, really my fast. God. Uh, he knows he, everything. And it's not just that he can wield it. He's got the fucking lightning. He calls the lightning. Just yeah, bam. because remember, bam. whomsoever possesses is worthy of this hammer shall possess the power of Thor. Which is so good because, like, when Captain Steve Rogers fights Thanos, like he's trying his best, he does everything he can, but he's yep. just a dude. I mean, he's you know he's not just a dude, but he's a strong. He's dude. a strong dude. He's a fast dude. He's a very capable dude, but he's just a human dude. Um, and I'm sorry, the dual wield of hammer and shield. Yeah, it was, was really so good. good. I love it. It was when really he, good. When, he's, when he tossed the shield and smacked it. <laughs> yes. With the hammer. Back up. Like, you know, like, and Thanos, like, shrugged off the shield, like, whatever. And then the hammer comes, smashes him, hits the shield, comes back. Oh, it's so good. And it and it just, like, you know, it's, like, one of those things, like, turning the tables and shifting the tide and, like, 
you know, uh, I, it's something that I oddly go back to a lot, like that episode of Buffy where like Oz is the werewolf and there's the abusive boyfriend and he's getting his butt kicked and then the moon comes up and he's like, the rules change. I love that <laughs> moment. <laughs> it's a good moment. It's also, so the first, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the first time in the comics that Steve wields Mjolnir is during Fear Itself, right? Maybe... I don't remember. All I, I know is that there's a what if from. No, it's a what if from Age of Ultron where Natasha can wield the wield <laughs> and she looks yeah. badass when she does it. Oh my god! Redheaded Valkyrie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much like what's Red Sonya doing here? <laughs> Very much, but you know, even that still isn't quite enough to stop Thanos, and he's yeah, he gets not. out his. And- He's wailing on him. The shield breaks down. And honestly, I think I was mentally prepared in that moment for Steve to be one of the characters who dies in this movie. Like, I I had been mentally ready for it. Because, like, what do you do with Captain America? How do you write him out of the movies? This is a man with chronic hero syndrome. Nothing's going to stop him. (laughs) But um, then I wrote in my comments... Hercules Mulligan, you knock him down, he gets the fuck back up again. Yeah. I can do this all day. Yeah, well, he doesn't say it. He doesn't say it, but you feel it. Tightening the strap, getting up, and he's, like, ready for it. And, like, you know, this is when Thanos' army shows up. And this is is that, um, what is it in the hero's journey, like, being in the belly of the beast or the belly of the whale? Like, you know, sort Mm -hmm. of your low moment. This is one of those those low moments where the audience is, like, all hope is lost. Things are terrible. Nothing's gonna... What's that? Something in my ear? On your left. So I wrote down the order that everybody shows up in, and I paused it each time somebody showed up. Yeah. And then I rewound and watched it all together, not distracted, because it just, like, the chills, and I think I might cry basically every time this this scene happens. Yeah. As I said earlier, even though I was, like, writing things down as it went... And even as we're talking now, my spine tingles. Yes. Did anyone see the edit somebody did of this scene? But instead, it's all the blue state votes coming in over the course of election week. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. So that was a recent one. And it was kind of like it brought the meme back from nowhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, listener. um, But over the summer... The one with the the K-pop fan cams and the yeah. Um, it, yeah, it is conceivable. It is unlikely, but conceivable that someone listening to this podcast is unaware that there is a whole genre on YouTube of people editing this scene and adding in all <laughs> kinds of crazy stuff. Like you know, the morph the Power Rangers show up, Shira shows up, the Transformers show up, <laughs> and you know what? It's all silly, and some of the edits are awful and, like, low-tech and not well done, but I watch those, and I'm like, you know, the Smurfs show up, and I get a little tear in my (laughs) eye. I'm just like, yeah, Smurfette, you show Thanos. I just loved in the political one, it's, you get that scene, was like, is that everyone? What, you wanted more? Georgia! (laughs) 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 Oh, but this is, it's glorious, because first you, I think it was really smart to have the Wakandan royalty coming out first. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, With Sam. With Sam! It's make it, he makes that 
awesome loop through the sky and you see all Man, the portals opening hope. as he does. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, and then God. you have um the yeah. Titan crew, so Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the and second Peter portal to open up. up, you've got you've got Doctor Strange coming in and showing, hey, the magic mm-hmm. users are opening the portals. There's more mm-hmm. of them. There's so and many. And you have wizards. a weird that weird like moment where it just gets a kind of close up on on uh Star Lord and I'm like Chris Pratt negotiated that. <laughs> That's fine. I, I love, fine. I'm sorry, but I love the absolute trolling that the comics have officially confirmed that Star Wars <laughs> uh, is bisexual. Uh, yep, it's pretty great. <laughs> but then you get the chant of Yabombay, all of Wakanda's there ready to throw down. Yeah, and they're the first army that you see. And, and like, you know, they're the first army that you see all the soldiers coming in, like, because they were just in a fight. Bucky and Groot in there, yeah. But then you see the other portals coming in. It's like, hey, let's bring in all the the Asgardians, all the, you know, like the, the, the Marauder, the, um, oh, so many. The Ravagers. The Ravagers are there, like all these different factions, like, and the mages themselves are all there. You know, they got like, you know, their wizard class giving everybody buffs and heals. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. And then hope. Oh, so great. And then Pepper. Yeah. She's finally wearing something he got her. Yes. And she looks damn fine in that suit. And then after we get the Pepper landing, yeah. we get, oh, you know, Big Scott punching his way out of the rubble. <clears throat> with all with his friends. Bruce. Oh, War man. Machine and Rocket. Yeah, they were fine. They didn't drown. Everything's good. Ant-Man saved the day. Giant man. Regular, not regular size man. And then... Rhodey's got some new armor. You know, good, I, I gotta good. say... I'm like, glad he found some. So, so in the in the MCU, nobody <clears throat> has gotten to say fuck yet, right? Hmm? I don't no, think Nobody's so. gotten to say... They, they haven't had a single fuck in the MCU, right? Like, it's all been sort of the so. cutesy, like, cutoff kind of thing, like, where, yeah. like, Aunt May goes, what the fuck? You know, but but not... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like... You know, it's it's more it's much more important that Steve Rogers says what he says, but I just kind of feel like subtitling it like "fuck you." <laughs> you know, it's like this it's this great big reversal of fortune, and you can see like as the portals are opening, like Thanos' face kind of sink. He's just like, "Oh, mm-hmm. oh and no!" Looking around like, "Yep, all my friends, yay, friends." You guys, oh, you shouldn't have. I mean, you should Steve have. It's a good thing friends. you're here. But... He definitely has friends. Aww. He has friends. He definitely has friends. friends. Oh my goodness, friends. friendly friends. Friends are just the best. So, um, I'm still very sad that Nat is here, not here. Yeah, that Nat is not here for the line. But that we all have the been female heroes for. are here. We'll get to that in a moment. The line we've been waiting for for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Avengers, assemble. Assemble, yeah. And as oh, the man. fight and starts, then... one of my captions had said, "Had just like Mbaku going die." Where <laughs> <laughs> like, you go, Mbaku? Uh, you go. And you know this that that whole thing, like you know, we were just talking about the spine tinglings as the portals open, but like our audience, like when, when uh, this, this was for you guys too. Like when he goes, Avengers assemble, just people screamed, right? Oh or just, yeah. Like, or just like, yeah. Cause everybody's like, their guts are churning with excitement. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And then he says the thing. And we just explode. 
this is it. This is the stuff that we have been waiting for for years and years. The stuff we knew had to be coming eventually. The stuff and then of they legends. go, here you go, fans. Made it special for you. Mm. Yep. <laughs> uh, so awesome and battles are breaking out. You get that great, like, Tony and Pepper battle couple back to yeah. back. I think they did a really good job of, like, moving around and, like, getting yeah. everybody. And there was, like, everybody had a special moment. And they're all, like, such brief, like, fleeting moments. Yeah. But each one of them, it's like you could put it, you can make a gif out of it and just be like, yeah. this is amazing. This is the best thing I've ever seen. Yep. Like, then, like when, uh, you know, Falcon, like, flies into the big ape guy and, like, stabs him with his wings. The wings. Just like, yeah! Yeah! Just so many times going, yeah! I'm going to use up my entire lifetime supply of, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, Thor says to Steve, here, you have the little one. Yep. And then it's Peter finds Tony! Peter oh. runs up to him. He's like, "I woke hey, up and mi- you were mis- gone." Mister Stark, Mister Stark, rem- remember is, when we were in space? So and I got all dusty. <laughs> and I got all dusty. Well, I must have passed out. Doctor Strange says it's been five years. We gotta go. They need us. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did that thing with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that he's always doing. Oh God! And then Tony just hugs him. It is the most. Mm-hmm relieved dad hug i have ever seen in my life and then we go from there to star lord quill and gamora yep and it's like a repeat of gamora saves his ass yeah and then his pelvic sorcery has no power here (laughs) (laughs) you missed him on the first one but you got both with the second yeah it's like oh Jeez, this sucks. <laughs> and then that line, your choices were uh, him or a tree. That's not true. She had other choices. <laughs> I mean, think about how Nebula sees it. But I would not have chosen Drax either. Uh, no. no. <laughs> and thus begins the giant game of Keep Away, which goes from... And I mean, between Clint, the tree and the, and the raccoon, I'd take Clint, the raccoon. Probably. It goes Clint to T'Challa. Oh yep. wait! But first, is like they hit the they hit the button for the van, and you hear the Lakukaraka music, and everybody in the fight has an <laughs> has a Bluetooth headset going. Of They're course. all everybody's in perfect communication with each other, which is fine. I'll let it go, but it's a little silly. Just let <laughs> yes. it go. They're the Avengers, man. They got this shit. Go build a snowman. Just let it go. Ho- hope yeah, it's got yeah, go yeah. be their dream team self and try to get that. Running. That was not our only time machine. (laughs) Which also, like, which also, like, okay, maybe if they had destroyed the time machine, time is irrelevant. So just take all the time you need to make your time machine and then send them back to when it belongs. Exactly. It doesn't matter. (laughs) And then you have this stone cold moment right here between Tony and Strange. And Tony's like, one in 14 million, tell me this is it. I can't tell you. And he says, like, I can't tell you. If I tell you, it won't happen. And Strange is saying this to him, knowing that Tony is going to die. He knows right now that that's what's going to happen. Yep, yep. Because that's the one where it works. Doesn't tell him. 100%. He he gets that stone cold thing from from being being a neurosurgeon. Yeah. He's Mm -hmm. just like, this patient is dead. Yes. (laughs) triage (laughs) you cannot be treated i'm moving on to the next one he's like i already see you in a body bag let's go yep 
so yeah, you got that game of keep away that goes from Clint to T'Challa. It gets knocked out of his hand, which is when Wanda steps in. Yeah. And that's when you have that moment of like, you took everything from me and you go, holy shit, Wanda's scary, guys. I don't, I don't even know who you yeah. are. You will. You will. <laughs> I'm just going to pause for a second, though, because like we've seen Wanda be strong. We have seen her, you know, a little out of control sometimes, like she's made some mistakes. This, what we are seeing here is terrifying. Totally different. This is like yeah, she was taking another level. And she's like smashing him with pieces of pieces of the earth and he's like going through it and then eventually she's like and she should not have closed as as close as she did with it cuz he's like trying to get close to use his big right. stupid double sword on her and mm-hmm. she's just like still stepping forward and blasting him with the the hex balls, hex balls. Yeah, hex balls. Yeah. She's got and, to live for. Yeah, she's she's like fine. And you know she's obviously gotten much better at it uh, at using them in the last like uh, so let's see five years ago but for her it's been ten minutes tops mm-hmm. um, yeah sounds legit <laughs> she's just like I'm ready to... so she's <laughs> she's in the same place she was then when she was giving him so much trouble at the end of Infinity War she's so for her this is sort of like just a continuation she's still going right. and then she starts crushing him in the armor and oh, that's yeah. why he calls in an airstrike I. Uh, I love this trope. This is such a, sh- this is, this is, um, I don't, I'm sure it's on like, um, what is that website? Like know your tropes or something or TV, something mm-hmm. uh, TV, tropes. Like, uh, TV th- tropes or something like TV that. Trope, TV tropes like, uh, this, you know, like from Braveheart when, uh, you know, the King is like, you know, have the archers fire and like, Sire, we'll hit our own troops, which is almost the exact same line that, <laughs> that this, you know, the black order <laughs> yeah. like gives to Thanos and he's like, do it. You know, Thanos doesn't have a, a a quippy remark about arrows costing more than men, but um, <laughs> arrows cost money, the dead cost nothing. So at this point, T'Challa has handed off to Peter, right? So Peter had yeah. it, and he did the Peter activate instant kill instant thing, kill. and so he's got it's the actually thing. useful. <laughs> it's actually yes. useful. And he is and like then... dodging everything that's coming down, and the the. The wizards are trying to like hold up the portals to protect everybody. Yeah, I, and they do yeah. great. They're doing great. That's actually like it's really so good. excellent. Like you know, Yay, you gotta have those. You gotta have you gotta have those squishies. You gotta have squishies on your side because their magic is super helpful. Yeah. And then Steve sees Peter's in trouble. He like flings Mjolnir. Hey, Queen's heads up. And he just kind of catches <laughs> on and goes flying like Pietro did. Like yeah, he has yeah. no control a, and over now it, it becomes a relay you know yeah. carry carry the spider person <laughs> pepper gets him valkyrie gets him well but then the fire is like coming down from above and like eventually like you know spider-man is like rolling in the dust and it's like starting to turn into a world war you know a war movie where everybody's terrified of the bombarding and it you know it feels like it's going on forever but when you rewatch it you realize that the sort of terrified peter like huddling in the dirt scene is like 10 seconds yeah. <laughs> and then and then the big guns start pointing at the sky and everybody's all like oh my God. confused like what's going on something just entered the upper atmosphere you know what it is friday deus ex carol bitches you know yeah. what it is friday oh. <laughs> who's the only person that did not show up in portals yep yep she's busy out in space uh here she <laughs> this is carol 15 minutes late with starbucks Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you, you know, know outer space. If you're gonna show up late, 
if you're going to show up late, you bring a present. Yes, and she brought <laughs> many presents. The present is myself. <laughs> the present does. is no more spaceship. Yeah. I legit want to I legit want to be inside the head of everybody that had dusted for 5 years and then just comes back and sees like the single person, the single tiny speck just completely obliterate Panos's spaceship. She's like, "Wait, why wasn't she there in the first place?" She could have been really helpful five years ago. <laughs> so remember, so remember when Wanda shows up in Infinity War and Okoye is like, why was she up there the whole time? That's yeah. everyone to Carol right now. Yeah, yep. yeah. Why was she in space the whole time? For valid reasons. For they valid haven't valid written reasons. her, her movie yet. <laughs> but um, Genuine hammer of God falling from the heavens. Legit. Yep. And Rocket's Rocket's little like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he may have been uh making fun of her hair at the beginning of the movie, but now he's like, okay, you're now my best friend. I love you forever. I'm a Carol Stan. Also, back to the point about the everybody wearing the Bluetooth things. Steve's like down here, Carol's like all the way up there, and he goes, Danvers, we could use an assist. <laughs> <sighs> I d- I did like that little, hey, Peter Parker. <laughs> Got something for me? That was, I love that, move, that moment so much. Okay. Yeah. But it's followed yeah. by a very frustrating moment. Uh. Which is, you know, they go like, oh, how are you going to get it all the way through all those people? She doesn't need the help. All right. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. But anyways, so. they gather every female character they could possibly find to put them into this shot. Just to go Are they see- all in there? Pretty much. I saw Mantis, I, think... I saw Okoye, I saw... Rescue, yeah. Valkyrie, um, I think, I can't think Wanda. of any... Shuri. What, so, uh, was Hope, Hope was with Scott, right? Yeah, so she she's got, not Hope there. was with no, Scott. Hope showed up, she and Biggins, like, right uh, as they did the rush. Come on. Alright. So, um, yeah, basically, they were like, look, we're not sexist for killing Natasha, look at all these other women, and I'm like, you guys... And it may, and no, and no male characters are anywhere nearby and would also help, and it just doesn't make sense. It's, it does It was a really stupid moment. It's very contrived. It's, it's really bad. And it's become the fodder of a million memes. I, I... <laughs> I, you know, I, um, and we've had something recently in culture from the same company, from Disney, uh, where frankly they did a better job. I think like they kind of like, uh, uh, you guys are all caught up on the Mandalorian, right? I yeah. am not. Yeah. Oh, the, the not, season finale? The se- in the season finale, there's, uh, without giving anything away. The bodyguards, the yeah, three bodyguards. Well, well uh, two, the, you know, the, there's, there's, uh, there's like a strike team yeah. that's, there's a strike that's done and like a whole, a whole part of the strike team is just women. And it's never yep. remarked on. It's not a thing. It's not, you know, there's no quippy lines about get it, girls getting it done. <laughs> the boys. Um, <laughs> but it, it it just works. They never said anything about it beforehand. I don't think they ever did any press about it. And the internet is like, that is amazing. This is, and, there, and there's like all these memes about like, this is how you do it. And they're like, you know, comparing it to the Avengers. And I'm like, you guys, it's the same company. Like John Favreau, Ooh, exactly John Favreau, who executive produced this movie, also made that show. So he just listened to everybody complaining about this learned. scene and just changed it. <laughs> he he sees this meme and says, "Yes, that was my idea." But yeah, Carol didn't actually need help to get the damn gauntlet to the van, especially if she was she's holding the thing. 
which includes the space stone, and she basically is. Yeah, the she space could just stone. use them. That is and kind of funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> she could just she use can the handle stones. them. She can hold them. That's what. Yeah, I, it's like they had the Hulk do the snap initially. I was thinking that like an individual who is whose powers and abilities are directly from the Infinity Stones would be better able to wield the Infinity Stones than say anybody yeah, else. Actually. Oh you my know what God, they could have done we're... in this moment? With Carol holding it? She could have taken the fucking stones out. <laughs> yeah, Problem she could have taken them out. Or she could have just put the gauntlet on. She could have just had the stones. It's like, hey, wait a second. Who's stronger than the Hulk? Who's based on... Yeah, like, just... <laughs> Carol. Oh my God. Ca- Danvers, we need an assist. Go put on that glove. And then <laughs> snap these guys out of existence. Holy shit, she would have been fine. Yep. Anyways, does anyone remember what makes her drop it? Because she does. And- um. So she's going. She's so she's going. She's flying for it. They they show up and they shoot. They shoot Thanos. So he he falls out of the way, and then he throws his big sword thing at the ugly van. Right. And it everything kind of hits it at the and same explodes. time. And goes boom. I had a note that said explodey, but I didn't write any context around it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like, he destroys their other time machine, and they just make a new one later and launch <laughs> right. the stones back in time days after this happened. Like, this whole sort of fight where it's like, we need to get to the ugly brown van. They're just not thinking with portals, goddammit. Nope. That literally solves the problem. <laughs> Send the gauntlet, the gauntlet away in a portal. Oh, yeah, that too. I didn't mean yeah. that, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> it just, it's like, get this to any one of the mages and send it somewhere else in the universe. But you do get oh, that epic man. moment in the fight where Thanos punches Carol in the face and it doesn't <sighs> do anything. The headbutt. Yeah. It's the headbutt. Yeah, headbutt. And, she, and she's just like, Ugh. And she's just like, yeah. I, man, I wanted, I, like, I was like, I didn't yell because I'm not a rude person in the theater, but in my head, I was just screaming internally, break his fucking fingers, break his fucking fingers. Because, <laughs> like, yes. have you ever, have you ever been, like, in a, like, you know, fighting with a sibling or, or wrestling around with somebody and, like, they get your fingers and start, like, mm-hmm. not even, not even, like, the backwards thing, but have you ever had somebody separate your fingers? Oh. It's awful. Like, or you know, just them. like, pull, oh, God. Yep. And I'm just like, break his fingers, break his fingers. <laughs> oh. It would have been so satisfying. That one. Yeah, so Thanos takes out the power yeah. stone to punch her. Like, yeah. Uh, he legit, like, harnesses the power stone in order to get oh, rid of punch. her. <laughs> I was like, that was pretty cool. But yeah. this is when strange signals with one shaky finger. And Tony goes for it. <laughs> yep. And and now we have, you know, the benefit of, of making the new gauntlet out of yeah. your, you know, nanotech material is that you can just <laughs> and take the stones back. <laughs> he just he, he held on long enough for his, his gloves to mate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. They were compatible technology. You know, you have that... that uh, I am inevitable. Impotent snap. And Tony is, like, already fucked up. And then I am Iron Man. Which apparently was added literally last minute. Yeah. I'm, 
Sure. Like originally, was, they weren't going to have him say anything. And it was like the last thing that he shot. Like they did it at some studio in Georgia. He wasn't wearing anything. They just like had him on a green screen, and he's like. The thing yeah. that makes me just slightly sad, though, is that it's not actually his final line when the film is constructed. He does say, hey, Pep, after this. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, it would have been so perfect because that was the end of his first movie. That was the end of his trilogy. Mm-hmm. And that would be, that would have, that's a really good ending line. I mean, to be fair, you can barely hear him say, hey, Pep. Yeah. We'll, we'll call, we, uh, we'll, we'll call this his final line. I like how, yeah. I like how Thanos has to watch all his people die. Not that he cares. Not that he, he doesn't cares. Care. He, he doesn't. Not that he cares about them, but it's him stewing in his failure, and you know, seeing that he has lost. Uh, you know, he's... sit there in your wrongness and lose. Ha <laughs> ha! Sucks to be you. Yeah, gets to sit down and accept it. And then we get Toasty Stark. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's mean, <laughs> and also accurate. It is. He, but, he's you know, pretty like fried. Toasty Tony. It rhymes. Hmm. Peter comes rushing over, and it's like, we won, Mr. Stark. Yeah, Rhodey first, and he recognizes death when he sees it. He's like, oh, my friend's dead. And Pete's like, yay! We won, Mr. Stark! Rhodey also sees it, it like, the same way that, like, he sees, like, his injury, where, where, Mm. like, he goes out on a mission every day, and he knows that he might not come back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he respects it. Yeah, even before, even before, like, the whole superhero thing, he, he was in a situation to have seen death. And, you know, yep. been around that sort of thing. Whereas, like, Peter Parker has no idea. He's a high schooler. Yeah, he's like, Mr. We won! You did it! Everything's great! We're fine! This isn't Peter's first brush with death, though. We know that. No, this is his... it's, it's not. He's losing another but father I mean, figure, still... buddy. He's not... He's not hard. He's he's not hardened it's a, to it. It's also a different kind of death than he's had experience with. That's true. And then Pepper comes over and tells him, we're going to be okay now. We're going to be okay. You can rest now. You can rest now. Which was always the concern. That's what she yep. said to him. It's like, are you, if you don't do this, are you going to be able to rest? And it is sad, but I feel, I still feel yeah. like it and was. Then his little, and his little light goes out. The light goes out. Yeah. yeah, it like it absolutely made sense. The same way it's like how do you end a story like how do you end Captain America's run? You know, mm-hmm. how do you end Iron Man's run? Now we see all the happy reunions where Clint goes yeah. home to see his kids, but somehow in a few months he's going to end up in Brooklyn with a strange young woman. Uh don't know how that transition this- happened. So these so these clips reminded me a lot of the celebrations at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like fireworks in San Francisco, Wakanda yeah. being all happy. You know, everybody's like, woohoo! And, you know, you have to imagine these parties would be great. I yeah. mean, there'd be a lot of messed up stuff going around about, you know, people for whom no, no time had passed and for people who have had like five years and have moved on in their lives. Oh, man, it'd be messed up. But just generally, fireworks everywhere. Yeah. yeah, the scene at Peter's school is way too normal. Like, I feel like they didn't need <laughs> that scene. <laughs> yeah, didn't. well, they, I think it's it's good to show Peter and like Peter should have um, like we see Aunt May later at the funeral. Mm-hmm. But I think it would have been yeah. better if like Peter and Aunt May got together, or if Peter and Ned met in a different context. Because when it's yeah. just like the school like operating normally, it's like 
that doesn't make sense. Why would the school just sort of be there fine? No one cares about school right now. Yeah, nobody would even be in school. Did Ned blip yes. as well? Yes, otherwise okay. he wouldn't be in his class anymore. And uh, That's right. and then in a movie that we will cover, is this the next movie we'll cover? Yeah. Is, is yeah. Far From Home? Far From Home. Yeah. It, yep. Everybody, well, not everybody that's in that class trip, but all of his friends from the first movie blipped too. Uh, you know, anybody that was that's important convenient. to him. Like, uh, you know, MJ and Ned and um, like Betty, Flash. I guess also like is and also. Flash. The, and Flash. All of them <laughs> blipped because none of them uh, have aged five years aged and in college. Yeah. Some of the people they're traveling with were young in the past, you know. Yeah. Were, were part of, you know, that timeline, but. Our main characters were not. They all got flat. They all got ashed. So over these like beautiful celebrations, we have like the narration of Tony's video will, I suppose, that yeah. he left behind where you get that bit from. And the... I like that it started as just like a callback to the voiceover narration for his movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he and, didn't. And it definitely yeah. like, you know, it, and, and, you know, taking it a different concept, like he's talking about, if you told me about 10 years ago, like what would be going on? It's like, you're commenting on the movies themselves. It's yeah. just like, it's a big universe now. It's not just the world. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you made all these movies and then it's all over the place. And, ah, crazy. It works on a couple of levels. It's great. And then you get that little bit that they use for the trailers of part of the journey as the end. I love you 3000. I gotta say, like, the funeral really did make me cry <laughs> again. Always. Oh, for sure. They lay the wreath with the proof that Tony Stark has Aww. a heart from the first movie. Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, we're laying to rest this first era of Marvel films. There was a thing that, that uh, I meant to mention earlier, but like right after he, he had died, like in that previous scene, they mm-hmm. shot, and you can find this online, like on YouTube, they shot like a version where everybody on the battlefield, like sees that Kneels. he's died and takes a knee. And like the footage, when you see it, like it's not like sort of finished. They don't have music over it. But still, like watching it, like I'm glad they took it out of this final. Cut I am too because I think I if you had can't both, stand that footage. If you had both that and the funeral scene, it would be too much. But like yeah. watching it out of the flow of the regular movie, like you know, it's an unfinished sort of outtake of a thing they didn't use, but it still kind of made me like. Aw. You said you can't stand it, and I, I think I can't stand. I think it. a good number of people, for good reason, can't stand it either. Like it is. Too much. It would have. It would have started to feel like Return of the King with too many endings. But <laughs> it already does feel a little bit like that. <laughs> I like how they do that sort of like steady that like ah uh, shit. What's the, the sweep? The sweep through the crowd at the funeral. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you see everybody, and there's Aunt May remembering her wonderful wild summer thirty years ago in, I... in Italy. With, uh, I do Stark. question, like so, uh, one, like one specific note of direction for the for this is that when you get to Wanda, Bucky, and Sam, you see <laughs> Sam like heavily put his his hand on Bucky's shoulder, and I was like, Bucky wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> like Bucky is sad because his friend is sad. He cares. He does care. Well, maybe also- Sam gives a shit. Maybe Sam feels bad, and maybe Sam needs Bucky for comfort. Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, considering half of their conversations end in I hate you. (laughs) It is sweet, though. Like, the little team cap contingent right there. 
Yep. Because Wanda's with them too. I like that Harvey was uh was there. Harley was there. I like that Harley was there too, but, but you can't recognize so him. So many people didn't realize that was him. In the moment, I didn't recognize him. I had to wait Nobody until did. I, I in the, I had to see it online later. Freaking what? Secretary Ross is there, standing next yeah. to Hill. I'm like, bitch, go away. Yeah. You don't deserve to be here. Was that Secretary <laughs> Ross or was? Yeah, I thought it was Selvig. It was. No, it was Thunderbolt. Oh, okay, all right. Because well. he's cre- uh, William Hurt's in the credits. Oh, okay, fine. And then Fine. Carol in her badass pantsuit. Oh my god, Carol in that fucking pantsuit and the <sighs> hair. And then Fury comes over and yep. Fury is looking directly into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> like, he might not be, but it sure looks like he is. And then no funeral for Natasha, just Wanda and Clint being like, I wish I could tell her that we won. I think she they knows. Know. <sighs> they both do. And I'm yeah. like, really? Really? This is all you're going to give to one of the founding members and also the public face of the Avengers as far as it comes to appearing on Capitol Hill, appearing at the UN, being the de facto lead for the last five years. <laughs> no, no, that's it. Okay. Fuck off. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you've got um, Happy and, and Morgan. Do you like ch- cheeseburgers? Let me get you all the cheeseburgers you want. I love, love, love that moment. It's a really, really tender moment. And then uh, Thor goes and makes Valkyrie king, which I think is a great decision on his part. Um, it is. And talk about a journey for Val. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, okay, I've kind of been like the de facto one in charge since you've been drinking your ass off for the last five years. Okay. Well, I like I like her bit about like, I'm going to make a lot of changes. He's like, yeah, I'm sure that's great. I would like for them to like, you know, in some like future movie, like some sort of a cutaway, something like, you know, because right now they're just like a fishing village in Norway yeah. or something. It'd be funny if like in a, in a in a movie or two, it's just like New Asgard is now, you know, like, you know, sec- Secretary General Valkyrie of the UN. And, like, you know, Asgard is like the the cre- economic and technological hub of the of the planet Earth. You know, New Asgard like- and Wakanda uh, <laughs> sign like one of the best like. Uh, treaties and exchange all of the information and they're oh my just God. like the new superpower these two countries on the opposite sides of the hemisphere opposite sides of and the I remember yeah. at this time like it's watching Thor going off with the Guardians is like it's fun you know they're you know it's weird it's weird, it's weird. as Guardians of the Galaxy of course of course quail dick measuring competition of, with each other oh yes nice it, well they, <laughs> they're not uh, you know what i think thor is you know as much as thor is kind of being a dick uh he's not dick measuring because he's he's sort of like you know his quail and of course of course of course <laughs> if you know it's funny when they say you guys should fight with knives but does anyone does no. anyone no. think that peter quill would stand half a chance no this is like Ray, when we went to Dragon Con and we went to the Zachary Levi panel mm-hmm. and somebody asked him who he thought would win between Chuck and it's Shazam. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> just like, it's like, Shazam, have you seen the movie? What? what kind of a stupid question is that? <laughs> oh my God. Yes, oh, sure, Chuck is smart, but it's Shazam. Oh man, I sure hope I flash to the ability to beat the crap out of a god. 
(laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I'm going to go on a rant because Steve is going back to turn the stone. Steve is going to return the stones now. Okay. And Bucky knows. Now, this is when they give you the, I tried to bring her back that Bruce says again. Yeah. With the telling and not showing. But Mm -hmm. here is my thought. He was in possession of the soul stone at the time that he tried to bring her back into existence. There is literally nothing that anyone can say to convince me that if Steve goes and gives the stone back, that there is any reason why Natasha should not be able to come back. I know that the Russos said that that it doesn't work that way, but they also said that the title of this movie was not going to be Endgame. So I literally do not believe (laughs) anything they say. Yeah, so if he show if Steve were to show up like basically right after um Hawkeye flashes away and like N- Natasha's body is still down there at the bottom just, you know, f- still warm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, he should be able to do something about that. I don't know. My friend and I have created this very elaborate universe based on uh the idea that Natasha like he returns the stone and Natasha comes back exactly where she was left. Um, oh yeah. Like the stone is like, oh, you didn't really need me for that long? Okay, you can have it back. Yeah, it just puts you back in your body, but doesn't fix anything. Exactly. So she she was able to like hit the button and come back and everyone's like, oh shit. (laughs) Oh, she's going to need an ambulance. (laughs) It's too bad that Avengers Compound is a crater now. (laughs) Well, you know, we got the one of the wizards to portal her somewhere. Maybe to Wakanda (laughs) where they can help her. No, Strange will take her to uh, Christine. Aww. Yeah, so we yes. have this whole elaborate AU that's very, very, like, fluffy and domestic in the end, but... Yeah, yeah. That's how it's, I cope with the ending. You want you want your heroes to have something nice. Speaking of fluffy and domestic... Again, not an ending I particularly like, but, you know, so Steve goes back, and they're expecting him to show up on the pedestal, and he doesn't. And Bucky <clears> already kind of looks like he dear. knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, that's oh, why I said bye. He absolutely knew. Oh, but before they go, before he left, Steve tells Bucky, don't do anything stupid till I get back. And in the theater, I could not stop myself. I said, you're taking all the stupid with you. You're taking all the stupid with you. <laughs> but anyway, so he doesn't come back and Bucky kind of looks over and then finds Joe Biden sitting on a bench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you guys also see, um, there was a- Boston there was like a, Joe Biden. Yeah, there was like a little, there's a little piece like floating around apparently like when uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Evans' mom like saw this the first time. She like teared up because she's like, it looks like my dad. Oh, that's so precious. But yeah, so Chris Evans's Boston comes through a lot more as old Steve than it usually does, I will say. Yeah, but I think, you know. He sounded. Let him have it. You know, fair. He yeah, let him have had it. that quote, life that even though his entire character arc has been about, you know, finding his place in this time and making new friends and he finally got Bucky back and he has Sam. Now I'm just going to leave all of that behind, all that character growth and just go back to the 40s. Bye! <laughs> Bye! Oh, man. Well, he never moved on. And much in the way that we say, like, all of the Iron Man stuff after Iron Man 3 completely erases all of the character growth that are in those movies. Like, I think at this point they got to, they were like, what do we do with Cap? I don't know. And so that's why they ha- that's why they threw in, in the beginning, you know, I went in the ice, 
right after meeting the love of my life. So you knew that was going to come into play yeah. at some point. In Infinity War, does he even mention Peggy? Is no. that a no? He doesn't. No, he doesn't really. No, it's not he, a part of it. He hasn't really brought her up since the funeral. Yeah, and in Infinity War, I definitely got strong vibes of man, Steve. Anyway, anyway, yeah, anyway, that's exactly. Whatever. I understand that they needed to figure out a way to get Steve to retire, and this is apparently all they could think of. So it just doesn't. It just just doesn't mesh narratively with the rest of the movies yeah i still like it though well so he passes on the shield to sam feels like it's somebody's somebody else's it's yours i'll do my best that's why it's you (laughs) it's the same concept like that's why you're worthy that's why he's worthy of wielding mjolnir yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because he does his best. Oh man, you guys! In a couple of movies, Sam Wilson's gonna wield me off. Oh. <laughs> well, we got um, you know, we we got a uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out in March, so yep. we do. That's gonna be exciting. Yeah, we should have them uh, in pretty quick succession. Yeah, which, according to Substan, was like filming a really long movie. <laughs> I'm excited. I think there's. A lot of Me cool too. stuff, but we got we got other stuff to deal with before that, and um, so yep. Sam sees the wedding ring, crazy zany stuff. Yeah. Sam sees the wedding rings, like, hey, you, you want to tell me about her? <laughs> no, I don't think I will, cause I'm an old coot. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's kind of like a, a cute thing in the moment, but I'm like, wait, why not? <laughs> yeah, so, like, wait, why? <laughs> here's another big problem with steve going back and then having a life with peggy he has to stop himself from intervening in every single world tragedy that has ever happened or maybe he didn't stop himself and shit just still happened yeah like in the umbrella academy he tried like like he tries to stop the jfk assassination and things still just go wrong but also, I think, like, he would have learned, like, this whole you mess with time, time messes back. Like, oh, certain yeah. things I think he would have known not to touch. Okay, but then he has to pretend everyone around him is, oh my god, the president was killed. And he's like, eh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I assume, like, with Peggy, like, he has to have, like, established certain ground rules about, like, she understands, like, he's a man out of time. Uh, where he's come from, I, I assume he mm-hmm. told her like the whole crazy story. He uh, would have absolutely, but it would be one of those things where it's like, no, I can't tell the head of this security agency. You know, like I can't give you future knowledge on these things. Oh man, that'd be so frustrating to be oh, the yeah. head of a to to be the head of a spy agency with a husband who has been sixty or seventy years in the future and <laughs> and reads books and he knows. <laughs> but still won't tell you. I've also heard a lot of people complain that it ruins Peggy's storyline, and I'm just like, how? Literally, it, yeah, I, she she's going to keep doing her director of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. He's not going to stop her. Yeah, there's nothing... I don't think there's anything to ruin. Like, Agent, um, Agent Carter kind of got cut off, right? Like, it didn't get yeah. to... There's... Where, where that show and her story left off, her getting Steve husband, who I guess is her hermit house husband, 
who never leaves uh in no way like damages hell he's 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 got to be the oh he's got to be the homemaker he's got to stay home yeah. and take care of the oh, house and never bless. and never be seen. Oh my and, goodness! And we know this about Steve. Like he was like her biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. So see, the one thing I would have picked, like, I think the most appropriate thing, the most appropriate time for him to have gone and seen Peggy in the past. Is the dance. 8 p.m. The Stork Club. Saturday night. Saturday night after he went into the ice. But that's just me. Wait, but it didn't give a time for when he first met up with her, did it? No, it doesn't. But I, no. I just think visually in terms of tying things together, that would have been. If it, yeah, if instead of join, if instead of going to a shot of a house where they're dancing in the house and they've obviously been together for a while. If it had been to like you know her like at the dance like sad or something mm-hmm. over it. well wait if it had been to like his vision from Age of Ultron only happy or hell he could have been waiting for her at the airfield like when she landed <laughs> <laughs> the last little uh present that we get here is that we slow dance out of this movie mm-hmm. to it's been a long da, long time da, 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 to the same music da, 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 that Fury da, da, left. Da, da, da. So immediately after, as I was walking out of the theater, I changed my ringtone to this song. And it was my, that that was my ringtone for like a long time. And then we had the credits. Yeah. Which yeah, are they did with, all of the, with all of the withs and ands. Yeah, withs and ands <laughs> and, and negotiated things. Uh, that was that was that part was a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, I there was I don't remember where they were talking about it. But like, you know, they did the thing where they, they put up their profile and have them do their signatures Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, is this going to be too much? Like, you know, the last and the only time I can think of it ever having been done was uh, Star Trek. I can't remember which Star Trek movie it was, but they, they did it there and they did it here. And I'm like, no, it's works. I'm I'm really glad they did it. That was, yeah, it was really nice. And not for nothing, but Scarlett Johansson's the only one with a legible signature. This is true. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like any any of those other ones, like if you were to get something signed like that, it'd be like, what does this say? But hers. You know mm-hmm. what it is. You got it. So I got a question for you. What do you think okay. the over under on our next team movie being called New Avengers? No. No? The, uh, wait, the next which movie? Like whenever we whenever we take the conglomeration of characters that we have moving into phase four and mush them into a team movie. The only reason I bring that up is because canonically after the Avengers disassembled and they come back the team is referred to as the new Avengers. Mm, true. Oh, shit. They got to get a new Wolverine, right? Well, th- wasn't there... I thought there were literally two... Well, there were two Avengers squads after that. There was the Mighty Avengers and the new Avengers. That's true. When does the West Coast come into it? <laughs> the West Coast was before... That's a whole other thing. <laughs> and then the Great Lakes! <laughs> what are the West Coast Avengers? Their own thing. And the Great Lakes Avengers... Are part of it. Part of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I... it's been a wild ride, audience. Thank you for. I feel wildly us ridden. This... Please don't. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's just no. Oops. Hello, audience, this is not our final goodbye because we still have another movie to cover next week. And then more, and then more, and then, and then more. more, and then more. Because infinity, it keeps going. So um, next week we will be doing Far From Home. Make sure you 
listen until the end for a special announcement. Um, until then. Stay sexy and don't get murdered. I don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm, I'm for that. Definitely don't get murdered. Definitely yeah. stay sexy. Don't get dusted. Yeah. <laughs> don't blip. Don't be a, don't be a Thanos henchman. Anyway, <laughs> Excelsior. Excelsior.